you were ever our countryman. Samuel Adams. Welcome to today's program. There's a time for all things under heaven. A time of war, a time of peace, a time to be born, a time to die. There's a time, a season for all things under heaven. Welcome to today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. This is the first day of August 2021. Time is moving quickly. Last week I began with these verses. I feel to, to continue with these verses. Out of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. As it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man, into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them, these things, unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. In time, as we, through the years, God continues to individually present to us, individually, deep things, His plan, and His reason for apprehending us, for his purposes. These are the deep things of God. And God searches these things out. And God reveals these things to us. What man knows the things of a man. 
save the spirit of man which is in him. The spirit within us before we meet Christ is a vacuum. It is empty, but it is sending out a signal like a beacon. It is calling. It is sending out a signal for help. And God hears that call from the spirit of man. And eventually, for those who yield to that beacon and realize that the purpose and the desire of every man is to know God. Not God in general, not God's, but to know the one God, the true God, the God of all gods, Jesus Christ. That you might know the things, see, I'm going back to the verse 12. What man knows the things of man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. Now you have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, which the Holy Spirit, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. Presently in the world, God is making it clear to his creation, to mankind, that something is changing, something has changed, that the whole world is in the middle of change. The world is paying attention. But the natural man, the man that is not spiritually minded, can't see that it is God warning the world that his second return is near. Even in the Christian community, many of the Christian people who should know that Christ's return is near are not aware, conscious, attuned to realize and understand and discern the things that are taking place around them, that God is speaking to His creation. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, at the end of the world, God says that he is going to, the heavens are going to declare his glory. And the heavens are going to begin to reveal to mankind that God has something to say to the world and the world isn't listening. The natural man doesn't realize 
that God has a an objective. Though they're in that objective, they don't realize it. At the end of the world, one of the signs at the end of the world is that the nations will be violent. There will be violence internationally. Hatred. There will begin to be chaos. Societies will begin to break down. The leaders of the nations will have a spirit of madness upon their mind. With the beginning of this virus, the COVID, man-made or natural, you get to decide regardless of whether you believe it was man-made or it was just a natural occurrence, is irrelevant. The fact is that this has changed the world. Every nation, every continent, it has changed all the societies of the world. God is speaking clearly that at the end of the world, there would be confusion, there would be sickness, there would be more talk of wars. There would be famine. The whole creation will, would be unbalanced. Whether this, this, this virus was man-made or not, that's not the purpose of this program. But God is speaking and he wants the world to know that things will not get better. That things are not going to be the same as they were. Things are changing. For the Christian people, God is, for the sake of his kingdom, the first people that he needs to awaken are the Christians. As I prepared for today's program, I have chapters that I want to present to you. It, they're important. They're further proof that we're at the end of the world. We're at the end of the 6,000-year period of time of man, uh, the 6,000-year period of time where Satan would rule the nations of the world. We're at the end of that time. We may not know it, but the forces of darkness, the devil, the fallen angels, and the demons, they're well aware they're there at the end of the time of their control, the time of their rule, which God gave to them. God gave them a, amount, a, a timeline. And in that timeline, they were allowed to do evil. And they have done their evil. And now at the end of that time, they will increase that evil. It's clear in the book of Revelation that that evil would increase to the point where the earth would open up and demons would come out from the, the out of the earth, out of the crust of the earth like smoke. The devil's time is short. The forces of darkness are well aware that they're at their end of their period of time 
where they can operate freely. Well, to some degree freely. They've been given that right by God. And the forces of darkness, they know that they have a period of time to deceive the, the people of the world. And their great deception must increase, intensify at the end of the world. And we are in the time now of the great deception of the nations of the world, including God's seven churches, the people within these churches. Christ in the book of Matthew stated, do not see that you be not deceived. I'm afraid that as I look and I study the scripture, I watch what's happening within the Christian community and the evangelical churches in, the, in America with the other churches, the old churches that came out of Europe, that are still in Europe, Catholic church, Greek churches, Lutheran churches, the Anglican, I realize that they, all, all the churches, have a great blindness on them. The big churches, the Catholic church, the Greek churches, they are not interested in the second coming of Christ. They are interested in continuing the hold internationally that they have upon the nations through their power, through their wealth, wealth uh, as a religion. They're not looking at Christ's return. In fact, they are hoping Christ won't return. In the evangelical churches in America, there is an awareness that the prophetic scriptures are in motion, but most believers do not realize how far along we are in the pro prophetic process. I personally, and the purpose of my ministry, is to present to God's children that we are most likely in the final nine, ten years, decade of the 6,000 year period of time. The Bible gives detail as to what happens in the final years before Christ's return. And one of the signs is Israel becoming a nation, which happened in 1948. And from the time that she begins, it becomes a nation, there will be a 70-year period of time. And after that 70-year period of time, that generation, things will start to escalate prophetically. Well, Israel just celebrated her 70th birthday about two years ago, if I remember, almost three years ago. After the 70 years, then things will begin to move. The children of the devil, which you will not hear the pastors of the land talk about, it is a term that John in his first epistle used. There are the children of God, the children of the devil. Christ said there are sheep and there are goats. 
and even Christ talked about the children of the devil. They know at the end of the world, they have been instructed, notified by the occult world that they are in a timeline and they have to intensify their attack on the nations of the world to move the nations of the world in the direction of the occult. There's never been in the 60s, the late 50s, the 60s, there was a great occult explosion in the United States of America. And in the nations of the world, there has been an explosion of the occult in Europe and South America and Africa, Asia, for thousands of years. But there would be a great explosion at the end of the world in the occult. And the people of God need to understand this because as a kingdom, as God's kingdom, there is another kingdom that we are at war with. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's not just flesh and blood like Paul would say in Ephesians chapter 6. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against invisible forces in the heaven. Powerful forces that direct the leaders of the world in a direction. The great direction the leaders of the world are being directed into presently is what is called the Green Movement, environmentalism. It has a great, powerful, occult spirit behind it. The many Christian Christians, for the most part, do not understand it is not just an environmental movement. Ecclesiastes says that the earth is forever, meaning that no matter what mankind, for the most part, does to the earth, the earth is resilient. It will respond. It will bounce back. But the spirit behind environmentalism is that the earth's resources are going to run out and the plague upon the face of the earth is mankind and the problem being mankind himself, mankind itself, we have to eliminate the problem. We have to eliminate mankind, which is another thought in the Bible. In the book of Proverbs, there would be a generation that tries to the intention of the gener last uh, a generation, a final generation, a a international uh, plan to eliminate the poor and the needy from off the face of the earth. Well, there's that one generation that will have the means and the way to do that. And I'm laying out a I'm I'm telling you what I see on the canvas. I have the chapters and the verses to, to not convince you, but to present to you, to show you what the scripture says about what I'm presenting to you. There is a generation that is going to attempt to remove, to cull, to kill a, the needy and the poor from off the face of the earth. There's only one generation that's going to have that ability. 
and we are in that generation. Now, let's look at the way in which God brings judgments upon man because I have to bring this point in. God, as God, can bring judgments personally, His personal judgments upon mankind without the help and assistance of mankind. Like in the days of Moses in the wilderness with the sons of Korah in their rebellion against Moses, God opened up the earth, Korah, his family, and all the followers went into the crevice. Some Bible teachers stated that this was such an offense to God that Korah would rebel, and Korah knew that, that Moses was appointed by God for the purpose of leading the children of Israel through that time in the wilderness with the objective of moving them eventually down the road in time and in space to the time when they would cross the Jordan River and leave Egypt, uh, leave the wilderness, because the wilderness experience was just a part of the plan of God with the children of Israel. He had to teach them lessons. But the objective was to get them out of the wilderness to begin into a further purpose of God on the other side of the Jordan River. And Korah, they were interfering with that plan. So when the earth opened up to swallow them, some believe that the earth opened so wide that they actually went into Gehenna. You can think about that. You don't have to. I'm just presenting this to you. In other words, if this was true, that the earth would open and they wouldn't just fall 100 feet into the ground and then the, the uh, earth close up over them, but actually it was such an offense to God that they actually went right into Gehenna to be saved for judgment later on. So God, without the assistance of man, can judge mankind. But God, as God, can use men to bring his judgments upon mankind. Upon mankind. It, it, it's up to God. So he doesn't have to use man to bring judgments on man, but he may use man to bring judgments on man. The children of Israel, time and time again, when they began to serve other gods, when they strayed far from God and His requests, His commandments, His laws, the, the uh, protective boundaries that God would give the children of Israel, which He's given to the body of Christ, when Israel would stray from those boundaries, God would use surrounding nations to come and punish them. So God would use man to punish His children. And then eventually, in many cases, men would go too far and then God would have to come and redeem his people back to himself, forgive them, and then judge the nations that were being used to judge Israel. God can use natural... He doesn't need man to cause a asteroid to fall 
on a nation and destroy it. He doesn't need the help of man. But he will also use man to bring punishments upon mankind. It's up to him. He gets to decide. Do you think that God may be, let's say hypothetically, that this virus that was has entered into the world a year and a half ago, do you think God would allow man to create something like this to begin to bring judgments and to change the, the uh, direction that the world is going? Do you think God would use man to do something like this? You have to keep that in your understanding because God does use men to punish men, to bring judgments on mankind. And God uses the children of the devil and allows them and gives them latitude in his design as he desires. The rain falls on the just and on the unjust. God uses both the just and the unjust. I'm laying these thoughts out to you because if you can see what's on this canvas, you get to understand the plan and the way that God works in his creation. He can work solely, alone, or he can work using mankind for his purposes. We'll be right back for the next hour, uh, half of the program. Show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Hi, it's Matt from Unfair Advantage. Just give me a call at 970-578-9821. No matter your skill or ammo, and I bring the training to you. I have over 900 interactive training simulations, as well as shooting competitions and skill builders. So whether you're looking to protect yourself and family, if your church security team is looking to train, or you and your friends want to get together for some competitive fun, give Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions a call at 970-578-9821. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050. 
extension 116 and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. Dennis Prager here reminding you to join me weeknights for conversation about today's burning issues, the ones that sometimes keep you up at night so you can listen to me. Dennis Prager, weeknights 9 to midnight on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. All right, we're going to continue. I was reading up before I continue on the because this is a three-hour program I had as I had been praying about expanding to three hours I I uh, I was out with cactus we were out we were out just driving and praying and I had to really think about two hours is a two things number one I have to prepare which is alright number two the audience being able to sit and listen for two hours can be difficult one hour can be difficult 30 minutes can be difficult a 15 minute program may be impossible but the counsel of God that will stand so I don't have to question if God asks me to do something, I just just say amen to that. Initially, this was a one-hour program, and the Lord asked me to expand for two hours to a two-hour. Two and at the right time, I did. Then I had been praying maybe two months before I started a three-hour program. One day, I just had a thought. I was out minding my own business, and I had this thought, maybe you should expand to three hours. And I, my family, uh, we had talked about it, but I really, uh, it's something distant and I, something I just couldn't pay attention to. But eventually one day I started thinking, uh-oh, but Lord Jesus, I don't know, three hours, that's a lot of time. That's a, I mean, the audience is not going to be able to listen, but because of the podcast ability of the program, you're able to listen as you can, as you want, depending on your schedule. You can come Sunday morning now from 8 to 11, and you can listen to the full three hours. Or you can break it up, and if you have the ability to listen to the podcasts, then you can go to 1360khnc.com to the podcast section on the, web, on the website, and then you can open up the program and you can listen as you desire, as you need to. I am not in the, as a teacher, as a Bible teacher, I could take chapter by chapter, book by book, chapter by chapter, but I don't have a lifetime to do that. I have 
to consider where we are in time, in the prophetic time clock of God, and I realize that we're running out of time very quickly. I make the decisions to present to this audience what I feel the Holy Spirit is telling me is important. Some things I, I don't feel they're important, but I have a sense to go a certain direction. And with that sense, that's a direction I, I, uh, uh, I move in that direction. But God seems to always change it a lot of the times. And to be quite honest, these programs are for me. God is using this to teach me. And then as he teaches me, I can present and hopefully teach you. But it gives me an insight into his word, the eternal plan that God has for the time that we're in, the importance of that plan, and how the audience fits into that plan. There is a, well, let's see, before I go to a second thought here, again, going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, we've not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. What are some of these things that are freely given to us by Him? A knowledge, the knowledge of who God is, His plan for the time in which we live, the purpose of that plan, and the protection that God affords us through knowledge of the time in which we live. God wants us to know and give us the revelation of where we are in time. If we don't know, then we perish. If we don't know, we have no sense of urgency. We have no purpose and direction. We have no desire to, uh, maybe we just want to exist. The Christians in the world today cannot just exist to get by from job to job, day to day, meal to meal. No. Now, there was this, the birds, the song, Turn, 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 in Ecclesiastes. There's a time to be born, there's a time to die. Many of us are elderly. There's going to be that day when we have finished uh, the objective that God has with our lives. There's that time. And God has to steal our mind for that time if we're elderly. There is that time. There was a time to be born. There was a time to die. There is a time to end the great plan that God had for 2,000 years. The period of time, just a brief period of time, in all of eternity, a 2,000 year period of time where God would place His Holy Spirit inside of the spirits of men, of man. The very God of the universe would live inside of His creation. That was part of His eternal plan. His eternal plan was not just that man would know him. 
But his eternal plan is that he would present himself to people and they would willingly accept him and he would, as the Holy Spirit, would give them eternal life by that Holy Spirit by entering into their human spirit, the vacuum that is inside of every human being. There's a vacuum. You can't fill it with religion. You can't fill it with knowledge. You can't fill it with sports, with education. You can't fill it with power. You can't fill it with great wealth. You can't fill it with anything. It is specifically reserved. The spirit of man is reserved only for one thing, the spirit of God. That the spirit of God would fill the spirit of man deep within his being and that man would be regenerated that person would be born again that person would have eternal life and now that person would have the very God of the universe of creation the God who is eternal from eternity past into eternity future that God would reside inside of man within his human spirit and from that point forward that individual the Holy Spirit within would begin to grow and begin to reveal all that God is as God to that individual and then to accompany that experience you have the Word of God and the Word of God now has more meaning it is much deeper now we've not received the spirit of the world but the spirit of God that we might know the things which are freely given to us of God so many things I don't have the time to present to you the wonderful things that are freely given to us but it, it begins with number one eternal life you eternally are now a member of God's kingdom you are his child eternally number two you have forgiveness of all your sins all the sins all the evil that you've ever done has been forgiven it can be washed away this is just the beginning then on top of that in life you are no longer without a rudder you're no longer just aimless but if you allow God to direct you through prayer then God will give you focus he will give you direction he will give you a plan he will give you a purpose an objective and it will all work for his kingdom for yourself for your protection for all that God would do with you in your future and he would protect you in that plan and he would use you to build an eternal kingdom rather than to spend your time building the kingdoms that we see presently in the natural world these things I'm presenting to you just like Paul said here verse 14 the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God what I'm presenting to you the natural man can't receive it. There'll be foolishness. There are people that are probably listening to this that are not born again. They don't know what I'm talking about. They have no idea. 
But I will tell you this, even if you're not born again and you're listening, you know that what I'm presenting, though you may not understand it, it is sound. It is something that you're not going to ever forget. God has a desire to live inside of you, inside of your human spirit, to give you eternal life, to forgive all your sins. God is not religion. I don't care what religion you are that is not a true Christian religion. You cannot fill the vacuum deep in your being with religion. You can't. The Buddhists, the Hindus, the Muslims, the all of the occult, non-Christian religions of the world are trying to fill that vacuum. But that vacuum is closed to all of that. The spirit of man is only open to, can only be opened by the Spirit of God if man will be willing, willingly allow the Holy Spirit to fill him and to save him and to wash him. But, but God gives man free will. You have to realize, number one, that Jesus Christ is the Son of living, the living God. He did come to earth. He did live as a man. He did die. He did raise from the dead. He became the life-giving spirit. And he is available to all who will call upon his name to give them eternal life. But you have to believe that. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That he was sent. That this, this King of the Jews, Yeshua, this King that the Jewish people rejected the Pontius Pilate had to proclaim this is your king to the Jewish people to the Sanhedrin to the religious world this is your king so it's going to be inscribed the king of the Jews well the Jewish people didn't want it but Pilate said I what I have written I have written it remained to this very day Yeshua to the Jewish people, the, the Yeshua that was with the disciples, this, this small, wiry, unhandsome, he was not handsome. He was actually kind of uh, ugly. In fact, the Bible says he was an ugly man. He was not comely. We don't want to use the word ugly because everybody wants to see this picture of this handsome, long-haired healthy, stout man. No. Christ was a little, little man. They don't even think he was five foot, six feet tall. He was ugly. He was not good looking. He did not want man to look, and the women of the world at that time, to look at him, his, his appearance. He didn't want to be like King Saul, who was handsome, or Absalom, David's son, who was handsome with flowing hair. No. He presented himself to the world as an ugly man, as someone that was not desirable. He was just a common person in the crowd that no one would pay attention to. The only reason they paid attention to him is when he began to speak. He had authority like they had never known before when he'd go to the temple. When he would talk to the crowds, the crowds knew there was something about him. This man was confident. 
This man knew what he was talking about. This man was talking about the things of God. This man would stop the wind from blowing. He would feed, he would take loaves of bread and everybody would eat and they'd still have three times the amount of food left over. They knew he wasn't handsome. He was ugly. He was an ugly man. He was an ugly, small man. He was not comely. But in Christianity, once you have the religions of the world present something to the minds of God's children, they only see what has been presented to them. But if you go to the Bible, the Bible says something different. A small man, five foot six, maybe five foot seven. I doubt he hit five foot eight. He was able to sneak through the crowds. And back then, the crowds were little. These people weren't six foot, six foot two. No, the crowds back then were maybe 5'10", 5'11", would be the tall people. So he's a little man, he's wiry, he's got to sneak through the crowds to get away so they don't kill him ahead of time. This is, this is Adonai, an uncomely man, a small man, nothing, no charisma, he wasn't good looking. This way now you get a picture of who Christ was. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. You cannot receive the deep things of God if you're natural in your thinking. They're foolishness unto you, and neither can you know them, because these matters are spiritually discerned. What I'm presenting to you is that at the end of the world now, we are at the end of the world, and we are not a church that has just been born into the world. We're a church that is about to exit the world. This church, for 2,000 years, has been growing. It has been maturing. It has been learning the ways of God, the deep doctrines of the Scripture. We're at the end. This church has a date, an a, a, a expiration date to it. We as Christians, we have an expiration date. There will be a day soon when no person will ever be born again, ever again. The Spirit of God will never enter ever again. That time is coming. We're seven, eight years away, but that time is coming near. We're going to go to the next, the final break, and then we're going to continue after that. The podcasts are at 1360khnc.com to the podcast section for Olive Tree Ministry. Hey everybody, we are Lady Annabellum. When we started out in Nashville, we never imagined what we were going to be able to achieve. We got here because we worked together and had each other's backs. In America, we have the privilege of being a diverse society made up of people from all kinds of backgrounds. And that's a big part of what makes this country such a great place to live. When we put aside our differences and work together, there is no challenge too great to overcome. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. <laughs> 
PE Gun Show, your local hometown gun and knife show, August 28th and 29th, has the largest selection of items you want to see at a gun show. Featuring a Saturday $500 giveaway from the Right Arms booth and a 3 p.m. Sunday $500 giveaway to the Armory Shooter Supply. No purchase necessary must be present to win. Located off I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, or trade and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com for more details. See See you you at at the show. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. All right. Yes, here we are at 50,000 feet flying. The uh, verse 14 again of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 The natural man receives not the things of God, for they are foolishness. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. They're spiritually discerned. We're going to finish out this hour. I'm going to go into hour two. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com to the podcast section again and to the Olive Tree program for today. This is April the 1st. I'm sorry, August 1st. We're going into the month of Av a time when a lot of spiritual evil took place in August. 
the 1st of August, 2021. Uh, the only reason I'm dating this is because with the things of God, they're, they are generally not dated. We have timelines to history, but with God, things are generally not dated. The topic of faith, you can talk about it uh, 10, 20 years ago, and the topic of faith is relevant, even though it was spoken about 20 years ago. To contact me, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and, pod, and the email is rick at khnc.net. And I am so busy, I really apologize for those who do email me, and I, I just don't have time to respond. And those who have written me, I have your letters. I still plan to respond in one way or the other. If, if you do write, please leave your number, and I can call you. I appreciate your help. I've decided to go to three hours to the council of the Lord, and that's the only reason why I'm doing this. Uh, Isaiah, at the end of his life, he wanted to just go and retire, enjoy the fruits of his labor, uh, spend the final years hunting and fishing and whatever it is they did back in those days. But God visited Isaiah and gave him a vision. He gave him a vision in Isaiah chapter 21 of the United States of America at the end of the world. It was a grievous vision. It was so grievous that he couldn't sleep. And in the vision, he realized that he needed to warn God's people, wake up, don't sit, don't drink, get up, watch, we're at war. We Christians in the world, <clears throat> we are at war. Do not this is not a time to just eat and drink. Be wise, anoint your sea shield, pray for your faith. We'll be back for the next hour in just a second. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now, buy it now! To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. 60 a.m., Town Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Today marks the 45th anniversary of the devastating Big Thompson Canyon flooding that killed 144 people. At the time, we didn't know that that many people were lost. Barbara Anderson still lives along the Big Thompson River. She was home the day of the flood in 1976. She and some of her neighbors spent a full night on the highway trying to get away from all that water. Today, a memorial to those who didn't make it stands just a few miles from her home. It's been hard all these years to know every time that our family could have been there. So I don't want them people to ever be forgotten. Most years, people visit the memorial on July 31st. Saturday, Larimer County had asked them to stay away because of the high flooding risk. I'm Jim Williams. The Federal Centers for Disease Control went this week from saying vaccinated people can essentially return to normal to maybe you should put your mask back on. 
No government in Colorado is changing mask rules at this point, but they're trying to ask nicely. Adams, Arapahoe, Broomfield, Clear Creek, Douglas, and Summit counties are all recommending everyone wear masks again in indoor public spaces, whether vaccinated or not. That would go along with the new CDC guidance. Denver health leaders say they're not ready to go that far, but say people and business should just do what's right for them. The Denver Health Department reportedly has a new recommendation coming out tomorrow. In sports, the Rockies continued their series with the Padres in San Diego on Saturday. Herman Marquez, a strong pitcher for Colorado, but even stronger at the plate, where in the fifth inning he belted a home run to put the Rocks up 4-2. to two. They ended up winning 5-3. to three. The Broncos honored their 10 players already in the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the raising of special flags on Saturday, also recognizing the achievements of the spring season high school champions around the state. I'm Ted Werbin. Get your west on in Wyoming's Carbon County. You'll find hot springs, cold streams, wide open spaces, and scenic places. Hit your reset button. Choose your own adventure. Explore our beauty in your vehicle, on bike, or beast. Retire to a cozy cabin or a luxury lodge. Whatever the west means to you, you'll find it in Carbon County. Visit wyomingcarboncounty.com for activity ideas, lodging options, and safe travel tips. Now's the time to get your West on. You protect yourself, your family, and the environment when you safely dispose of your unused or expired medications. The Colorado Household Medication Take-Back Program is available to residents and visitors for the safe disposal of medications. For the list of pharmacies or police departments providing a drop box for safe disposal of your medications, visit TakeMedSeriously.org. This message is sponsored by the Colorado Department Public Health and Environment's Medication Take-Back Program. TakeMedSeriously.org. Hi folks, JD the Colorado Deplorable here, and I want to tell you about EnviroShapes Concrete, a local veteran-owned company doing business along the Front Range for over 30 years. You can email them at EnviroShapes at gmail.com or call or text them at 303-775-7926. That's 303-775-7926. EnviroShapes does every job like it's their own home. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. 8399. Hey folks, The Rev here. I want to introduce you to my friend Zach Frisbee, decorated combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient. His real estate service has incredible programs and can even offer a $1,500 closing cost to veterans. Zach also donates $500 to the VFW for every home he helps you buy or sell. 
Zach's website is foothills.life. Again, that's foothills.life. Make Zach at foothills.life your choice for all your real estate needs, real estate done right. Good morning. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Rick Rodriguez, the founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, founded it in 2001, June the 2nd, 2001, just prior to the World Trade Center bombings. God really does know time, and He knows Everything in God's kingdom is right on time. For those that missed the first hour, the podcasts, those that will not be able to stay with me through the next two hours, are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section and to the Olive Tree program for August the 1st, 2021. The month of Av. In the first hour, I was reading out of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 through 16. Actually, 9. It's written that eye is not seen, ear is not heard. Things have not entered, these things have not entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But it doesn't leave it there. But it says that God has already revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit searches the deep things of God. In every generation, the Spirit would search out the plan for that generation. A hundred years ago, the plan for that generation. Five hundred years ago, the plan for that generation. But the plan of God in the time in which we live is like an unbelievable plan because of technology, because of media. The world back in the 60s was still pretty much local, maybe throughout, 
maybe a four or five county area. But now the world is, because of the internet, it is global. The world is small. We're just a little oyster, a valuable little gem balanced out in space. But of all the planets in the solar system and the galaxies, this is the only planet that has a creature on it that has a vacuum deep inside and that vacuum can only contain the spirit of Almighty God unless it's defiled. And so far there's only been one person whose spirit has ever been defiled and that was Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot on the night that he betrayed Christ was given 30 pieces of silver and it said well, after he had betrayed Christ he went to receive his reward and they gave him 30 pieces of silver and the scripture says that Satan entered in. Satan entered in. Well Judas was already deceived, already possessed. Where would Satan enter in? For the first time in recorded in the scripture ever, Satan was able to enter into the spirit of a man. Satan entered into the spirit of Judas Iscariot, the vacuum that was created to contain only God, but Satan entered into Judas Iscariot's spirit. Iscariot went and hung himself. And it says to this day that Judas Iscariot is now being reserved in his own place deep within the heart of the earth in Gehenna, in Hades, in the unpleasant part of Hades, in a deeper chain or chamber of the unpleasant part of Hades. These spiritual things cannot be received by the natural man if you're not spiritually minded, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. Satan entered into the spirit of Judas Iscariot. And very soon, Satan is going to enter into the spirit of Antichrist and the false prophet. Is God going to allow the Satan to enter into the spirits of the people that take the mark of the beast? Well, for some reason, whether he enters in or not, I'm not totally convinced Satan will enter into the spirits of those that receive the mark of the beast. But I do believe that once they receive the mark of the beast, their spirit will be closed to ever be open to anything, especially the spirit of God. Their spirit will be locked and they will never be able to receive the spirit of God to receive eternal life as we know it. They will live eternally but in damnation, in torment for eternity. This is the one thing in Ecclesiastes that God said that is unique amongst religions. Our religion and the, the Judeo-Christian, the teachings of Moses, the teachings that come through the Old Testament, through God's prophets, and through the New Testament, teach that God has put eternity, the thought of eternity, is in the heart of every man. They may not believe in God. They may believe, they may believe that when they die, they just vaporize and nothing happens after that. 
But in every person's heart, in his deep in his thinking, there is the thought of eternity. God has put eternity in the heart of man. So man has to consider, if there is an eternity, the Bible, Christianity, the teachings of the, of the Holy Bible teach that man, the spirit of man, the soul of man is eternal. We're not like the animals. The animals, they die, their soul goes into the ground. It's, it's, it's just like dust. There's no remembrance. But for mankind, the soul of man remembers everything. Mankind, we may get Alzheimer's. As we grow older, we may forget our childhood. We forget many things, where we've been in life, who we've met in life. But the scripture says, the thought is this. And going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 1, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. What I'm going to present to you right now is a deep, part of the deep things of God. Upon death, every human being, whether you are, you go to the grave, there is, there is no remembrance for the children of God because they go to sleep. So once Christians die, we go into the heart of the earth, into a place that is likened to paradise in the heart of the earth, likened to a place called Abraham's bosom, and we are there asleep. But the people, the people that are damned, the, those that have hated God, they, once they die, their remembrance comes back. They remember everything. Everything that they forgot, they remember. They have instant recall to every single thing they did during their lifetime. There is no forgetfulness. Everything is now wide open. They have photographic memory audiographic memory, they have encyclopedic memory, they have every type of photographic, any type of ability in their mind comes to life. And now they are in Hades, in the unpleasant part of judgment, a place of judgment, in, uh, the, in Dante's Inferno. They are there with full remembrance. They remember everything. They even remember being in their mother's womb. It's in the scripture. you got to search it out. But we, believers, we are, until Christ raises us from the dead, we are asleep. We are just waiting for the bridegroom to call. And then we'll come forward. Now, will these people receive that receive the mark of the beast, will Satan enter into their spirit? Pretty much the equivalent of Satan entering in because now whether Satan is actually in their spirit or not, uh, they are, their spirit has now been eternally sealed from the spirit of God. They can never receive God. They have sealed 
their spirit shut. They have welded it. That in, that it has a closure, uh, something surrounding it that has now closed it, welded shut, cannot be opened eternally. These things are for those that are spiritually minded. I presented that because we are now in the time of the Antichrist. And billions of believers internationally are not aware of the time that they're in within the Catholic churches, with all seven of the churches, they're not aware of the time that we're in. They're not aware that what is occurring on the world today with our technology is a clear sign to every single Christian who's paying attention that something has changed. That there is a shift, like the old movie... Uh, I don't even remember the name of it. There's a shift in the force. There's been a shift. Spiritually, there's a shift. The children of the devil, they know there's a shift. They understand. They realize that now they're fighting for every bit of ground. Every, every second they're in a battle, they're desperately fighting to do anything possible to overthrow the prophecies of God in the Bible to stop them, to interfere with God's plan with mankind, to destroy mankind before God can fulfill His purpose with mankind. But they don't realize that with every move they make, they bring God's plan quicker to fruition. The Lord said at the end of the world that evil, great evil, would begin to grow it would grow to the point where mankind will not be able to ignore that the evil is greater than they could ever have imagined. In the last six decades, decade to decade, each decade became, became more technically advanced, but more evil. And now we have moved into the greatest evil ever in the history of mankind, we're moving into it because of technology. We are in a battle with things that we don't see. There are forces that are invisible that we're not aware of. So God had to put the thought and the knowledge of and an understanding of these invisible forces. He had to put it in the scripture for our time so that this mysteries could be unlocked for God's people, so that it would help God's people get better grip on what's happening in their present world. So with that, we're going to jump from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we're going to jump back to Psalm chapter 82. This is a very important chapter. It is the chapter of God and the angelic beings that he created, not just the holy, but the, the beings that rebelled, the angels that rebelled against him. This is a insight into that world. It, there's a lot of insight into that world throughout the scripture,
But I'm going to go to Psalm 82. Verse 1. God, and this is out of the uh, expanded Bible. I like the King James. I study out of the King James, but sometimes I go to different translations to give a a clearer thought in our uh, vernacular, in our vocabulary. Psalm 82 Verse 1, God is in charge of the great meeting. Now this is a meeting in God's heaven with all of the angelic beings that he created. In charge of a great meeting. This, this takes his place He presides in the great assembly. He presides in the assembly of the gods, little g, the gods of divine counsel. These are called Elohim. Elohim has different meanings, but it does not have a meaning of man. This has nothing to do with mankind. This is the angelic hosts of heaven. This is the all of the fallen angels that have fallen, God still had a meeting with these fallen angelic hosts. In a divine council, or the angels, these powers, these authorities, and best described in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, they're called God's because of their great power, their great intellect. They're likened to gods, but they are just angelic hosts. They are not gods. They were created. Satan, Lucifer, was created. But God gave them consciousness, intellect, power, and authority to serve Him, but they have rebelled in the rebellion they still have that power they still have the the uh, consciousness that we have this is how we can understand how they think and they have a plan they have an objective and all these that rebelled against God became a kingdom a fallen kingdom a kingdom that would from that time to the present day, be in opposition to the God that created them and to the God that has a purpose that created mankind and that man is going to be the tool that God would use to bring judgment on these creatures that rebelled and they know it. That's why they have intensified their attack on mankind presently. Okay, that's verse 1. Now, talking about these angelic hosts in the in the uh, Ephesians chapter 6:12 Paul talks about them. If I can get my page open here. And here's what Paul says, um uh, 
in chapter 6, verse 10, Paul says, talking to the Christians at his time, Paul had already been in war, at war, with the demonic world, with the forces of darkness. Paul already knew and had been taken and given revelation, God had given him revelation of these forces that are invisible, that rule over nations and regions and that serve the devil. Paul understood that when he wrote this in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His great, strong, mighty power. And Paul is clear that you're going to have to be strong in the Lord in His great, His strong, and His mighty power for a reason. Then he says, put on the full armor of God so that you can fight against the devil's evil tricks, schemes. So already Paul is making it very clear. He has clear understanding of what is coming to the believers when he wrote this letter. Be strong in God's almighty power through his spirit. And you're going to be engaged in a fight against the devil. The Christians in this country, for the most part, are not aware that they're engaged against a fight, against a kingdom that is powerful. You can't fight that kingdom with natural abilities, with just your intellect, with your physical strength. You can't. It's a spiritual kingdom. How are you going to fight against a hundred mile an hour wind with your hands and with your, with your thinking? You can't. It's a spiritual thing. You're fighting against something that you, you have to get out of, out of, the, uh, out of the wind. You've got to get into shelter. Put on the full armor of God so that you can fight against the devil's evil tricks. Verse 12. Our fight, this conflict that we are in, this struggle, this battle, this hardships that we're all in, are not against people. Our conflicts are not with people. Yes, we may have arguments with people, but really, what we're seeing right now with the, the government of this nation and the other governments of the world, the nations are not in conflict. The Christians are not in conflict with these men, these rulers. They're in conflict with something behind them, something hidden, something invisible, something ruling them. It's not against people on the earth. It's not against flesh. It's not against blood. But it's against rulers and authorities. Against powers or cosmic powers or cosmic rulers of the world's darkness. This darkness, we're against the spiritual powers of evil that have their domain in the atmosphere above us, in the invisible realm, in the places that we can't see with our physical eyes. Now I'll interject this. The children of the devil, they know about that world. They understand it more clearly than Christians. 
They understand it so clearly they're trying to get into that world. They want the power of that world. And they're using CERN, the collider, there in Switzerland and France, this neutral, what is it, the collider, where they take the atoms, the accelerator, particle beam accelerator. They are able to open that dimension where the angels live for billions of a second. And they have stated, the scientists that work there have stated that they're not so concerned. They're, they're wanting to look inside to see what they can see, but what they're more concerned about is what can come through that opening into that dimension. It may be a billionth of a second in our time, but in that other dimension, it may be 10 days, it may be a year on their time, and once you open that for a split second, that dimension into the angelic realm, what can come through that portal into the world. These things are being presented in the media, in the, in the uh, uh, Hollywood. Paul is telling you very clearly about these things in chapter 6 of, Revela of Ephesians. The cosmic powers, the rulers of darkness, we're going to be right back. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800 951 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family-owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. Reasons to Own Gold, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 -0592. The beetles are flying, the pine trees around Greeley are dying, and so's the dollar. The ash borers are all over Johnstown Millican, and we can only help your trees if we catch them in the first year. 
If the branch over the house or drive is on pre-SHF list, call Affordable Tree Service North, LLC at 568-6898. We're licensed and insured. We accept all payment forms and honor a 10% military senior discount. That's 568-6898. Tune in Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 a.m. for the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Get your garden started and growing successfully all summer long every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Okay, this is the plan of God, very simple, to fight, to watch, and to pray. It's a very simple, simple, wonderful song, but very powerful. God's children at this time in the world are going to have to learn how to watch. God has set his watchmen to begin to warn God's people that God has to bring judgments on the world. God has to restrict the wicked from their evil. And God has chosen a way to do that. It's through the body of Christ, through the faithful, builded church. This is the way that God intended it. This is the way it's got to be. And the war that we're going into because it is not a physical war that we're fighting. You can't use nuclear weapons against angels. You can't. You have to use prayer against fallen angels. With demons, you can't use bullets 
you have to use the name of of God Almighty, of Yeshua, of Jesus, of Jesus, of Sheshu. All the languages have their name of Jesus Christ. They use that name. The demons are multi-language. They speak all the languages. Well, God has His name in all the languages so that they can bind the spirits and set God's people free. God's name, the name of Jesus Christ. All knees are going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And the children of the devil, they know there will come that day when they have to bow the knee. They know it. Satan has told them. He's lied to many of them, told them, well, you'll never bow the knee to Jesus. You'll bow the knee to Baal. But deep in their heart, deep, deep in the back of their mind, they know, they know who Christ is. They know he's the very God that created all things. They know he's the God that created them. They didn't just come into existence. No, by the power of his word, he spoke these angelic hosts into being. They were not, they were not there, they were non-existent, and boom, God created them by the power of his word. Christ spoke and they existed. Christ spoke, they had consciousness. And Christ is going to speak soon and they will be destroyed. This is the power of the kingdom of God Almighty. This is the power of His kingdom. His kingdom will not be shaken. His kingdom is eternal. His authority is forever. He will never be destroyed. He is God from eternity to eternity. He is life. Life eternal. We have access to life eternal by believing that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and praying and asking Him to give us, He gives us the right to become one of His children that we might be born again. And once we're born again, that's just the beginning. We're not to remain children. We are to mature. We are to grow. Just like a natural life, a child is born at 8 pounds, 7 pounds, 6 pounds, 3 pounds, and they die at 100 pounds or 200 pounds. We have to grow. We have to learn and look and realize God has an eternal purpose. That eternal purpose, we can choose to be part of it or we can decide not to be part of it. We're not going to stop God's plan. We can't stop His prophetic plan. We either yield to Him and allow Him to work with us and train us or we're going to be casualties. Christ, in the book of Mark, He is a stone. He's a rock. Whosoever, He stated, whosoever will fall upon this rock meaning you give your life to Him, 
you will be broken. You won't be destroyed, but he's going to change your disposition. He's going to change your character. He's going to change what you are naturally. Naturally, you're cunning and you're evil and you're, you're, uh, you're uh, sneaky. God will change you to be righteous, to be holy. You're strong-willed. You'll still have your strong will, but he'll temper you so that your will will be used for him. If you're timid, he will strengthen you. You can keep still be timid, but you'll have authority. Little children, I work with this pastor in Aurora, and there were these three little girls, same family. The oldest was about 11 and about nine, and I think the baby was, she was about three or four or five. She was five, and it was a children's church. And the older sister, the 11-year-old, when they'd walk home, they would walk on one side of Colfax, and they were not allowed to walk on the other side of Colfax. Well, one day, the nine-year-old, she went over and started talking to some of these young boys that are into drugs, and they're 17, 18 years old, this little 11-year-old girl started screaming at her sister, and she said, you get back on this side of the street. And she walked over there across the street, told her sister, I told you you're never to walk on this side of the street. And she pretty much rebuked these kids and told them to leave her sister alone, leave her alone, don't bother with her. And she had authority like you can't imagine. She's a little believer. But at the right time, the Holy Spirit kicked in. And that, I'm telling you, the authority and power that she had, I was shocked. I was impressed. I was floored. I was knocked down. I was, I couldn't believe it. But when her spirit, when she came to life in God, man, these kids, her sister had, her hair was blonde. And her hair was standing straight out. She knew her sister meant business. That's the way it's got to be with us in the kingdom of heaven. There is a, a evil. I, I was just thinking this morning when I got up, and I'm not deviating from my message. I'm going back to Ephesians. But I saw, I thought of an evil this morning. I've been watching an evil for about two years. And I, it's been cooking in my thinking. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about it. And I've looked at the scripture and, and little by little the Holy Spirit has been. It's like, it's like a fragrance you remember when you were a child. And you hadn't smelled it since you were five or eight, six years old. But then you're 40 and you smell something and it takes you back to that memory. And you remember, wow, I remember that smell. I don't know what it is. What is it? What is it? You knew what it was when you were a child, but you can't think of the name. Well, this has been going through my thinking. Something, something, something not good, something evil. Well, two things. Two things. Those, this audience, for some magnificent reason, is an older audience. <clears throat> But this audience is going to reach young people too. But to the older audience, right now there is an evil 
in the churches, some of the churches, in this apostolic, prophetic, new apostolic, prophetic movement that's taking place internationally. And here is the evil. The evil is that now the young people, it is going to be their world. They're the ones that are going to give direction to the kingdom of heaven. They're the ones that are going to begin to replace the older people. And so they need to cut the older people out of that world. This is an evil that I've never seen under the sun. This is a satanic plan like I have never understood until just in the last couple of days. That this new apostolic movement is turning over the kingdom of heaven to young people and putting it in their hands to direct it. God help the world. God help us when women and children are in authority. I'm telling you, this is the part of the great apostasy that has taken over the churches in America. When the men that are the leaders of this apostolic, supposed apostolic, it's not. It's a satanic, demonic spirit that has taken these men over. When they say that it's going to be the young people, and now they're going to be the ones to take God's move into the future. Absolutely unbiblical. It is not biblical. It is demonic. You cut out the old people, the elderly. I tell the elderly people, do not fund this stuff. Do not send your money to these type of thinkers. Do not spend your, your time with these type of people. Do not send your prayers and asking God to give them direction and vision. Ask God to bring His judgments upon them. This is satanic. It's an evil. Like, when my eyes were open to this, I thought, Dear God, isn't this something that... The enemy without and the adversary within. There's another evil that finally God has basically because the people of this nation have decided they will not, not have God to rule over them. Then here's what God has done. The spirit and the hatred of God has now been released and loosed upon the nation of America. The spirit of the hatred of God has been loosed on this nation. And God said it would happen, and it will happen. They want to hate God, then like I talked about in the first hour, God is going to decide how he's going to bring his judgments upon these people. But judgments will come. But before they come on the world, God is going to bring judgments to his house, to his church, to his people. He's got to bring the judgments to take the Christians that are unrighteous, unholy, that are not God-fearing. He has to work with them, and he has to bring them back to their senses. 
He has to bring them back to their spiritual senses. They have to come back. All the Christians in America have to come back to your spiritual senses and realize God is not fooling with this nation anymore. If he is allowed the spirit of the hatred of God to come upon this nation, then what is he going to do and allow to come to chastise his children in the church? Like I said in the first hour, God will use man to bring punishment to man, to bring judgment upon man. He doesn't need to. He can cause the earth to open up and the sons of Korah can fall and go all the way to Hades. Or he can use men to bring persecution. Well, I got a feeling that right now he's allowing men to bring judgments upon mankind that is evil so that man will be forced to make a decision. You're either going to fear God, that's the beginning of wisdom, to fear God, to acknowledge there is a God, and to seek God because you're going to need help, you're going to need protection, you're going to need direction. The, the nations of the world <clears throat> never before have, have, ne have, have never needed the, needed the help of God like now. They've needed God definitely, but not like they're going to need God now. Well, for the older people, do not give your money to churches that have this type of thinking that the old people are to be replaced. In the Bible, John the Apostle, in his first epistle, he talked about little children, young men, and fathers. This right here is the whole purpose of God with, young child, with children, young men, and fathers. There has to be a total package. And the total package is from the youth to the elderly. And in between you have the young man who will carry out the work. But they do not have the wisdom that the elderly have. They don't have the experiences of life. They don't know the danger. And for these men to make the statement that basically what they're saying is the kingdom of heaven is going to be put into the hands of young people that, number one, don't have the integrity, they don't have the experience, they don't have the experience of the Holy Spirit, most of them don't have the deep knowledge of the Holy Bible, to put it in their hands, the kingdom of heaven in the hands of young people like this, the devil has got, will have total victory. But what did the Lord Jesus say in Matthew chapter 16? The gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. The gates of hell will not prevail against this, 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 this uh, remnant that goes down to a small remnant, that is condensed down to a company, to a residue. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 
1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Houston, this is Space Lab up here. We hear you got a problem down there. Copy. We got bugs and viruses all over the place. Yeah, Houston, we got a virus eradicator up here. It'll kill them their nasty bugs and viruses right away. Just call 720-434-9001 and ask for Jake, the virus buster. He'll purify the air in your homes and businesses. Call Jake at 720-434-9001. Again, 720-434-9001. going to continue we got a kingdom that has been given to us put in our hands put in our care entrusted to us and the men in the responsible positions in the body of Christ if there was ever a time they wake up come to their senses and begin to 
look at the scripture and try to understand if God opened their eyes to show them where we are in time, then uh, we're going to see the power and the authority of the Lord on this earth like we've never seen before. We are not taking over this earth for Christ. There is a thought out there, dominionism, that we are going to take over the nations of the world, the cities of the world, the regions of the world for Christ. And when Christ returns, we're going to present to Christ the nations of the world. This is unbiblical. A hellish doctrine. Not of God. No. When Christ comes back to Armageddon, after America is destroyed as a nation, after the Antichrist's forces are gathered in the Middle East, Christ is going to return. And it says that He is going to come with His army on horseback, and then the kingdoms of this wor world will, be 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 will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of our Christ. No, we are not taking back anything for Christ. All that Paul said in Romans chapter 16 is we're going to crush his head. The God of peace will crush his head under our feet shortly. No, we're not taking back anything. If, if you're in that thinking, in that dominionist thinking, you better get out of it. You're, it's unbiblical. Do not support, you elderly people, do not support with your time, your money, or your prayers, heresy. Don't support this type of thinking that these young people now are going to be mature enough to take over the kingdom, the mighty, almighty, glorious kingdom of Almighty God on the earth. Absolutely not. No. God will have His seasoned apostles, seasoned prophets for this time because they're the ones that will be able to take this church and this body of Christ forward into the battle that's coming. I'll be back for the final hour. 1360khnc.com podcast section. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. Today marks the 45th anniversary of the devastating Big Thompson Canyon flooding that killed 144 people. At the time, we didn't know that that many people were lost. Barbara Anderson still lives along the Big Thompson River. She was home the day of the flood in 1976. She and some of her neighbors spent a full night on the highway trying to get away from all that water. Today, a memorial to those who didn't make it stands just a few miles from her home. It's been hard all these years to know every time that our family could have been there. So I don't want them people to ever be forgotten. Most years, people visit the memorial on July 31st. Saturday, Larimer County had to ask them to stay away because of the high flooding risk. I'm Jim Williams.
The Federal Centers for Disease Control went this week from saying vaccinated people can essentially return to normal to maybe you should put your mask back on. No government in Colorado is changing mask rules at this point, but they're trying to ask nicely. Adams, Arapahoe, Broomfield, Clear Creek, Douglas, and Summit counties are all recommending everyone wear masks again in indoor public spaces, whether vaccinated or not. That would go along with the new CDC guidance. Denver health leaders say they're not ready to go that far, but say people and business should just do what's right for them. The Denver Health Department reportedly has a new recommendation coming out tomorrow. In sports, the Rockies continued their series with the Padres in San Diego on Saturday. Herman Marquez, a strong pitcher for Colorado, but even stronger at the plate, where in the fifth inning he belted a home run to put the Rocks up 4-2. to two. They ended up winning 5-3. to three. The Broncos honored their 10 players already in the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the raising of special flags on Saturday, also recognizing the achievements of the spring season high school champions around the state. I'm Ted Werbin. Get your west on in Wyoming's Carbon County. You'll find hot springs, cold streams, wide open spaces, and scenic places. Hit your reset button. Choose your own adventure. Explore our beauty in your vehicle, on bike, or beast. Retire to a cozy cabin or a luxury lodge. Whatever the west means to you, you'll find it in Carbon County. Visit wyomingcarboncounty.com for activity ideas, lodging options, and safe travel tips. Now is the time to get your West on. You protect yourself, your family, and the environment when you safely dispose of your unused or expired medications. The Colorado Household Medication Take-Back Program is available to residents and visitors for the safe disposal of medications. For the list of pharmacies or police departments providing a drop box for safe disposal of your medications, visit TakeMedSeriously.org. This message is sponsored by the Colorado Department Public Health and Environment's Medication Take-Back Program. TakeMedSeriously.org. Hello, Northern Colorado. My name is Travis, and I want to introduce you to Meet America. Meet America is a company that provides local families with the best locally raised dry-aged beef available. We can be reached at 970-759-9217 or you can email us at meetamericainc at gmail.com. Think local, eat local, stay local. meetamericainc at gmail.com. Hi, listeners. Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. 
Do you ever wake up and feel like there should be someone to run your errands? We want to get things done, but just don't have enough time. Many of us hire concierge services like dog walkers or food and grocery delivery. Why should your insurance needs be any different? At Badger Insurance Advisors, we act as your concierge for all things insurance, pairing quotes and prices, and recommending the best insurance for your needs. Call or text us today at 303-359-1799 or check us out at badgerinsuranceadvisors.com. night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat sits a ragged tent show i'm telling you prophetically this is a song about you about this audience about this 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 uh uh i'm gonna start over gear yeah sorry i got excited about this song here sorry about that we are a remnant but then god will condense the remnant to a small remnant. And he will condense that small remnant to a company. And he'll condense that company to a residue. And it will be the residue of God's church that will shake the valleys of the world. I promise, I prophesy to you in the name of Almighty God, I prophesy to you, this residue at this time in the world is going to shake the valleys of this world like the valleys of this world have never been shaken ever in the history of mankind. This residue that God is raising up is going to do things for Almighty God so that the nations will have a realization that there is an Almighty God and He needs to be feared he needs to be respected. He needs to be worshipped properly. 
This residue is going to make it clear to the nations of the world. You either repent or you're going to be judged. And it's going to begin in the church of God first. And these men in these positions in responsibility in the churches in America that are apostate, that are seeking their own agendas, their own programs, I'm telling you, God in the book of Hebrews is shaking not only the earth this time, He's shaking the heavens also. He's going to shake and is already shaking these ministries that are apostate, that are not, that are, the tables are full of vomit. They're defiled. They're diseased. And what they're speaking to the children of God in this nation, in the evangelical churches, is filth. There's nothing, no, no nutrition. There's nothing to help the children of God to grow. They're, they keep the children of God on the, on the nipple, on the, at the breast. God demands His children be free from the breast. And they go forward and mature. And their lives become something meaningful to themselves, to their families, and to the kingdom of heaven. Sorry, I got excited about this song because I see what God is showing me about this residue of people within the body of Christ in all the seven churches, in the Catholic churches, the Lutheran churches, the Anglican churches, the Pentecostal churches, the, charisma, the, the charismatic churches, the, uh, e, just the, the all of evangelical Christianity <clears throat> within the messianic movements. The messianics, they have their problems. We all have our problems. I see, I see clearly, I cannot leave anybody out of the mix. There are problems. In, and, and there is, is uh, dysfunctionalism in all aspects of evangelical Christianity in America. The Baptist churches, all of them. Calvary churches, all of them. And it's because there is no vision. Without vision, God's children do not have a way to clean themselves up. They don't know they're dirty. They don't know they're filthy. They don't know their garments are stained. They have no vision that there's a way and that a desire and a plan of God for them to be clean, to be able to be strengthened, to stand before God in this time of hardship that's coming. I have, I've been reading out of Psalms chapter 2. I've been reading out of Mark chapter 4 and chapter 5. I've been reading out of, out of Ephesians chapter 6. I've been reading out of all these scriptures to prepare for these programs. And I don't know which are the most important. All the scripture is so important. I think I'm going to have to go to five hours a program. I'm going to have to just start praying for five hours a program every Sunday. Maybe I need two hours a day, seven days a week. This is, I'm telling you, this is what God wants to do to His people. His, if you have the vision 
of the time that we're in and you look at the scripture and you realize we're in the last decade of this great plan of Almighty God called the church age, if you understand that right now Xi Jinping of China, you cannot convince me that this is not the man that is going to take China to Armageddon. You can't convince me. I've looked at this man. He's young. Everything about him is exactly biblical. He's got to make China a great nation. And he's going to take over the sister nations of Asia. Everything that China does is like a paradise before them and a destructive moonscape after them. This is the spirit of that nation. And this nation, God is finally allowed the spirit of God hatred to take over America. America is going to be judged. America is going to be destroyed. Eight, nine years out. It, judgment of this country is coming. This is not the America that we grew up in. This is a different nation. This is a different beast. This nation now has a multi-personality, is a, is a multi-personality nation. People of the world don't even know who America is anymore. You have the nation, you have the people, or the not the nation, you have the government. The government has become a monster. And the Bible says the government of this nation would be this, in Revelation chapter 17, this prostitute, a prostitute gone a-whoring after the occult, after the devil, after the things of darkness, after the underworld of Tophet, the deepest, darkest evil known to man. This nation has changed. We were a golden cup in the God's hand, a light to the nations. We're not a light any longer. And the American people, they know there's a change. They know there's a shift. The Christians don't. We of all people should see what's going on, and we don't. We, there is a little residue. There's a residue. That's how Isaiah put it in his great book. This prophet said there would be a remnant. Then as he went on, he said, well, yeah, there's a remnant, but there's going to be a small remnant. And as time went on, and he learned the things of God, then he said there's going to be just a small company, a company of people that will be faithful. And then he had more maturity in life, and he went on in his years, and he could see the apostasy of Israel. And then he said, there's going to be a residue. From a remnant to a residue. That's the way it will be in the time in which we live. There will be a residue of people within the seven churches of God internationally. And I'll talk about in the evangelical churches in America. There will be a residue of people. I mean, you, you almost can't find a residue. You wash, 
you 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 wash and you wash your face in your morning, you get ready to go about the day and you rinse out the sink. Well, even after you've rinsed the sink out, there's just a residue of soap. Just a just almost undetectable, almost non-existent. I mean, you have to really try to find a residue of soap. But nevertheless, there is a residue. And this is the focus of Almighty God right now on the earth, the only planet in the universe that has a creature living on it that has a spirit, a vacuum inside of him called the human spirit in which God will put his Holy Spirit to make that spirit alive eternally in that person. Only planet like it in the universe. I summed up the whole plan of God. God's plan was to put himself into human, into mankind, into that vacuum. This is what the angels, they look, and they, they see it. It's a mystery. They look at it. They go, we have intellect, brilliance, unbelievable brilliance and wisdom. But here, Almighty God chooses a piece of dirt, red clay, and He fashions it, and He breathes in it, and it comes alive. It can think. It has consciousness, just like us. We're the angels. We have brilliance. We have knowledge. We have splendor. And here this piece of dirt has consciousness. And this consciousness, it realizes there's a God. And it realizes who God is. And this, this hunk of clay talks to God. This is magnificent. And the angels are looking and they're going, Wow! This piece of dirt is alive. It's moving. It's thinking. It's talking. And we have a relationship with God. We worship Him all the time. But God is spending all this time with this chunk of red clay. And they're trying to figure this out. And then they see in the garden, they see the one, the, the fallen angels, they see the fallen angels sneaking around. And they see the Lucifer, the devil, they see him sneaking around in the garden. And their angels are looking, wondering, what's going on here? Oh, it looks like the snake has its eye on Adam. But it doesn't pay any attention to Adam because he knows that he's not going to do anything with Adam. He has to wait. And then God creates Eve. Then the snake starts coming around again. And his objective is to start a conversation with Eve. And he begins a conversation. And Eve, she thinks she's so brilliant that she can have a conversation with the devil. The only one that ever had a conversation with the devil and walked away unharmed was Christ when he was in a temptation after 40 days in the wilderness. He's the only one that ever walked away from the devil victorious. But Eve thinks that she can communicate with this intelligent, the fourth intelligent creature ever created. Other than the Godhead, he was the first intelligent creature created. 
How foolish was that? And then to this day, we suffer because of it. But that was the plan of Almighty God. This is the eternal purpose of God. And then Eve, she does exactly what she's commanded not to do. And the rest is history. Well, now you have this virgin piece of clay, uncontaminated, will live forever with his wife. Now they have broken the one request God stated, do not do this. And what happens? Now they're fallen. But in God's infinite wisdom, God says, okay, the deceiver wants to deceive my creation. The deceiver just fell into my trap. Because there has to be justice. There has to be judgment on the angelic hosts that rebelled against God Almighty. So now God has just tricked the deceiver into the next plan. The next plan was, now God will use this hunk of clay, now that has been contaminated with something in his DNA that is going to cause him to die. Now he's contaminated, but God says, I'm still going to use this hunk of clay, and this hunk of clay is going to crush Satan's head. The God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Fell in, Satan fell into a trap, into another trap. Messiah is born. They try to kill Messiah. The, the angelic forces in heaven, working with the Herod, the king, a plan to kill Messiah when he's a babe. God takes him to Egypt, to the world. God saves us even in the world. I remember as a Christian, after I met the Lord, I'm with a church group. And I thought, well, I'm going to be with this church group forever. Forever. But God took me into the world. He took me into my Egypt. He took me out of Colorado to my Egypt in western Wyoming to work in one of the mines out there, soda ash. God took me to the world to prosper me. And financially, I did prosper. But then God had to take me from being successful to starting over again. So he brought me back to Colorado, and I began to work in the oil field, selling oil field tubulars, starting from scratch. And then just at the time I became successful, God ended it and took me to another beginning. So here Messiah is fighting for his life. Then he begins his ministry, and he still has to fight for his life. He has to hide in the crowd so they don't kill him before his time, crucify him, stone him. And what does God do? Through Mary, God brings divinity into humanity. Christ dies, is raised from the dead with humanity and divinity, and he ascends for the first time to the third heaven with humanity and divinity combined. Before he was just divine. 
But now he has humanity with him and he sits on the throne and he's able to identify with us because we are we need help he has to identify with us because he knows our condition and then he decides okay now I'm gonna put my spirit in them and they're gonna carry out my plan to bring an end to the kingdom of darkness at the time in which we live in. You're beginning to see the eternal purpose that God has for you. Yes, we're here to live, to work, to marry, to have children, some of us. But the deeper purpose is there has to be a residue that will be faithful to God to hold back. And the gates of hell will come at us, but they will not prevail against us. They will not prevail. This is in the Bible. Not all believers will be victorious. Many believers will, believers will be the victims, the casualties, but you will always have those that are victorious. All seven churches have victorious believers in them. By the power of God, by the calling of God, by the plan of God, by the will of God, we have an opportunity to present ourselves to God, fall upon Him, let Him work with us, let Him renew our mind, let Him work on our disposition to make us what we were intended to be and then we will be broken and we will be useful otherwise if not the rock will fall upon us and we will be crushed to powder and we will be blown with the wind of the world the cosmos the world will just blow us away as dust and our lives will be meaningless <clears throat> excuse me but I'm encapsulating the eternal purpose of God. Now the eternal purpose of God in our day is that we will begin to understand why we have been apprehended at this time, that God is sovereign, there's no accident, and that we can see the enemy without, the children of the devil in the world, and the cosmos, and the adversary within within the body of Christ men with their fallen concepts are planning to give direction to this mighty kingdom of God that is going to make it ineffective it will be ineffective it will be neutralized it will be powerless it will be like we already are They've already, for the most part, many of the men in this nation for the last 50 years have made the Christian churches in America a laughingstock. They laugh. They mock us. Why? We have no vision. We have no power. We just have a religion, a form of religion, but we deny the power of what God has given us by His Spirit, through His Spirit, through the power in His name, 
by the power in his blood, all the spiritual things that God has given to his church and, and the condition of this church in America is exactly 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. We are the great apostasy that the greatest church, the great, the, the seventh brother of the seven churches, the great brother, the uh, preferred brother, the evangelical churches of America, we're the dynamic church. We're the, we're the kind of like Joseph in the Old Testament. He was the, the, the one who had the coat of 12 colors. We are that church, the evangelical churches in America. We are the Joseph. We are the preferred. We are the, we are the all the churches look to us because we're gifted, we're intelligent, we live in the greatest country that ever was. We have the Constitution, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. And in the last, since the, since the mid-70s, the spiral, spiritual spiral has gone, taken us down because the lack of vision. Without vision, the people perish. But God, remember, but God, God's kingdom is eternal. It cannot be shaken. God will have his builded church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Will not. We'll be back. We're going to finish out. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Hi, right, folks, Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Hi, it's Matt from Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions. Give me a call at 970-578-9821. No matter your skill level, I can create a course using a state-of-the-art firearms training simulator that's currently in use by law enforcement and military personnel. You don't have to use any of your ammo, and I bring the training to you. I have over 900 interactive training simulations, as well as shooting competitions and skill builders. So whether you're looking to protect yourself and family, if your church security team is looking to train, or you and your friends want to get together for some competitive fun, give Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions a call at 970-578-9821. One. Eat a cow, eat a cow, cause it's good for you. Eat a cow, eat a cow, it's a thing that goes. Back the truck up. Where are you going to get 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs? Meet America, locally raised, dry-aged beef. Call 970-759-9217 or go to meetamericainc at gmail.com. That's M-E-E-T, americainc at gmail.com. Back the truck up. Look at all the cows in the slaughterhouse yard. Gotta hit them in the head. Gotta hit them real hard. First you gotta clean it, then the butcher cuts it up. Throws it on a scale, throws an eyeball in a cup. 
and get 10% off of 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs. Once again, 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs right now at 970-759-9217 and meetamericainc at gmail.com. Hi, this is Brett King of Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. This Carter host of Bail Talk. Tune in every Sunday from 2 to 3 to hear about crime and bail. 2 to 3 every Sunday. Don't miss it. When your Jesus washed your sins away, and your Jesus is going to teach you how to fight and watch and pray, your Adonai, your Yeshua, to the Jewish people that are Messianic people, Israel is going to get their Messiah preached to them. Their Messiah is going to preach to the Jewish people like the world has never seen. And the Jewish, the, the spirits that crucified Christ are going to be, are come, going to come out in mass. But it won't matter. It won't matter when these messianic believers, as they go back to Israel, 
to preach Yeshua to the Jewish people, they are going to be successful. And those Jewish people that are to meet Messiah before His return, that are going to ordain to be saved from the beginning of the world, from the foundation of the world, they are going to meet Christ. God has a residue, a remnant, a small remnant, a company of Jewish people in Israel that are going to meet their Messiah. They're going to meet their God, their Yahweh, and they're going to know, and they are going to wreak havoc with the kingdom of darkness in Israel. The Ark of the Covenant, Jesus Christ Himself, is going to be carried back on the shoulders of Levites in the type back to Israel for the Jewish people. The Ark of the Covenant, covenant, according to the Word, has to go back to Israel. And it will be carried with men and women that are born again. They will go back. God is going to cause hardship to the Jewish people internationally. There's going to be the second exodus going to return from the nations back to Israel before, I believe, before Antichrist stands in the temple. It's beginning now. The Ark of the Covenant must be taken back to Israel. Hallelujah. That's all I got to say. Amen. God's kingdom come. God's will be done. God is not going to turn, going back to what I had said, another thing, another point. This kingdom that has been put in the hands of the church, God has ordained man, has trained men that are to give direction to this mighty kingdom, this almighty kingdom. And they will have the vision that they need to present to God's children the plan God has for the time that we live in. And the men that have been the leaders of this Christian evangelical community in this country are going to have to transition and make a great transition into the new vision that God has for this world. We're at the end. The We're in the time now of the birth pains that precede the tribulation. God wants His children to know that. Many of these churches are going to begin to empty out. And once they empty out, uh, the ones that don't have the Scripture, that don't have the, have the depth, they're going to be in trouble. But, the believers that have had a lifetime of experiences with the Lord are going to do well. They just need vision. This church in America is not going to be turned over to young people 
that do not have the experience and do not have the spirit. I, I listen to some of these churches, not a whole lot, but the music is not anointed music. It's just good musicians. It is not anointed. I know anointed music when I hear it. That's why I choose these, these songs that I pick on this program. Because when the, these, these, they were recorded, I can sense the spirit. Even with Neil Diamond, I do sense that Neil Diamond at some point may have met the Lord. Some of these Jewish singers have met the Lord. I'm wondering about James, uh, uh, James, what is his name? <clears throat> I'll think about it. He married Carly Simon. Oh, I can't think of his name. I wonder if he met the Lord. But anyhow, I began to talk about the Psalm 82, the great meeting where God called all of the angelic hosts, not only his holy angels, but the angels that rebelled with Satan, with Lucifer. He called them. There was a meeting. And I went into Ephesians chapter 6, began to, to tell you that the Apostle Paul, he's talking about these spirits. These spirits are actively engaged in destroying the churches of God, not only in America, but in the world. But directed specifically in America. Why? Because America is Babylon the Great. Like I told you the first hour and the second hour, and I'll tell you again the third hour, and you need to tell your Christian friends. God now has allowed the spirit of God hatred to take over this nation. It's in the Bible. The book of Revelation chapter 17 and 18. America. The Christian pastors cannot ignore this great revelation any longer. America is in the Bible. And we Laodicean, church, we Laodicean Christians, we're Laodicean if you're in the evangelical churches. You're Laodicea. You're the seventh church. We are the seventh church. We're the dynamic church. We're the young brother who is favored amongst the churches. We're young. We're dynamic. We are gifted. We are the talked about churches. We're energetic. We're charismatic. We're Pentecostal. We're, we're everything. We're the great church that dwells in the seat of the coming Antichrist in the nation, Babylon the Great of the end of the world. You can't, we can't deny it anymore. We have to accept it and realize that now God, according to the scripture, America would become godless. And the spirit of God hatred has now taken over this nation. It has to, it has to be. It's in the Bible. It is now evident. I'm pro telling you, I don't want to proclaim it. I'm just telling you, I know what I know. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit told me the spirit of God hatred has now been released on this nation of America. And also the other evil I have seen is the men in the apostolic, prophetic, 
so-called great move of God, which is not a move of God, it's another apostate move, are stating that it's the young people of this, the churches that are now going to replace the older people in the body of Christ in this nation. And the older people are irrelevant. The older people, uh, it's time for them to go and time for the young people to take over. Like I stated, and I really mean this, God is really going to help to help us because woe to that people whose women and children rule over them. It is a curse. It is a curse on a society, on a family, on a nation when women and children rule. And in the body of Christ especially, in the king, God's mighty kingdom, the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against. Here they're trying to introduce this type of thinking that the elderly are not needed. Well again, John the Apostle, in the first epistle, talked about little children, young men, fathers. There's the whole complete family in the body of Christ right there. It is not young men replace the old people because they're old, they're not needed. The young people don't realize the amount of wisdom that the older people have. And not just wisdom, but experience. Paul made a statement. He has spent his life knowing the power of Christ and His resurrection. I would like a few young people to explain to me what that means, not just doctrinally, but in experience. What does it mean that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection? What is this power of the resurrection? This is what Paul devoted himself to. But the young people of the land and these prophetic ministries of the land, they've devoted themselves to seeing God's power, to seeing God's miracles, to seeing healings and these type of things. No, those things will come to the, those that are holy and godly and, and upright and righteous. They will have the authority to do these things. But when people begin to say, God, we want, our, we want to see your glory. We want, to, we want your power. Give us your power. Get, show us your glory. We want to heal the sick. We want to raise the dead. No, that slips into the flesh. That slips into vain, vain thinking. Paul said that I might know him in the power of his resurrection. We're in a... We're in a an evil time. I say to the older audience, do not fund this type of ministries. Do not fund them. Do not. I'm telling you, if you fund a ministry that is stating that the young people now are to take over, they don't have the vision. God is not going to put His kingdom in the hands of young people. Paul even warned against it. He appointed elders that were qualified. He didn't. These people are not qualified to tell the young people in their assemblies, you guys are the new, you're the new wave of God. 
Absolutely not. Don't fund it. Don't give your time to it. And don't send your prayers for God's blessing on it. You're going against the word of God. You don't go to people to pray that they die. Well, on this type of thing, you don't pray that something like this, this type of evil, that it will live. You don't pray for something like that. You ask God to be sovereign. You ask God to wake people up. If there are people in that assembly that need to wake up, then God wake them up. Years ago, I told a friend, many people, they were members of a facility of an assembly, and we knew the assembly was uh, out of touch. And we weren't. We told them. He said, "Hey, you know," and they could not understand what we were telling them. Till two or three years later, when all of a sudden we run into them, "Hey, well, are you guys still going to that assembly?" No. They got burned, and they learned the lessons. Assemblies with the right pastors. I have two brothers, two black brothers that I just met with here in the last week. Both of them have absolute wonderful assemblies. You walk into their assemblies, and there you can see the fruits of the Spirit immediately. I even told one brother on Friday, I said, Brother, Every time I've come in to your fellowship, I see the fruit of the Spirit because you, brother, have exhibited the fruits of the Spirit and you have taught your people through observation and through the Scripture and through your faithfulness. And another brother that I met last week on Friday, I told him, I said, Brother, from the foundation of the world, God ordains you to be a pastor because this is what God gifted you to do, and you've been faithful through your 35 years of service. You've been faithful. These men have been faithful. I would not, I would not uh, hesitate to send people to their assemblies, because I know these are godly men. They don't get caught with some new thing, new thinking. I have tried and made an attempt to get through Psalm 82. This is the, the creatures, the angelic beings that are coming against us. This chapter is about that. I'm going to have to continue it next week. So you can see who's coming against you, who's coming against the nation, who's come against the nation, who's coming against the church. The power of these entities they work in in tandem. They work they work together to destroy the plan of God, to destroy God's people. But they won't. I'm trying to get to that, but when I see evil, I have to present it to you. Paul said that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against these principalities, these powers, these rulers. <clears throat> these rulers, these cosmic rulers that are in this world of darkness. It's against these spiritual powers that are in heavenly places that we're engaged with, but we don't know how to fight them. And we got to be careful when we do. We'll be right back.
The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor, with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Place with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Kids are full of energy, but keeping them active in their teen years can be a challenge. Aim for an hour of physical activity every day. If they like sports, that's a great place to start. Keep the focus on fun, not winning, and encourage your child to do a variety of activities. If your child isn't meeting that 60-minute goal, gradually increase their activity in ways they enjoy. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. Hi, this is Brett King. Win Home Inspection Services, 970-238-8333. Taking care of all of your home inspection services if you're buying, selling, or have already bought a house and need a home inspection. Your one-stop solution for all of your home inspection needs, whether you're a homeowner, a buying agent, selling agent, or a mortgage broker. Please call us. Brett King, Win Home Inspection Services, 970-238-8333. Or visit our website at johnstown.wini.com. Okay, we're going to finish out. Another three-hour program is completed. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. To the podcast section, to the olive, to, not the olive tree, to the open forum. They, they confuse me. The open, for, the open forum is on Thursday from 11 to 1. And then on Saturday from 12.30 to 1, a little segment. And then for this program, every Sunday from 8 to 11 now. And that is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. And again, Rick Rodriguez. And the mailing address is 
Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. And Rick at khnc.net. So, the fallen angels are described in Psalm 82, and thank God I got through verse 1. It took me three hours to get through verse 1. And Paul talked about these spirits that we're engaged with. We cannot stop them. They are allowed to do certain things. But there are things that they command the demons to do in assignments to attack God's children that we have to have the discernment to know when it's an attack, when it's allowed, or when uh, these attacks are not allowed, and how to take authority and stop these assignments to stop them. There have been assignments on my life to kill me, but because I know my future, God uh, would reveal to us how to pray so that uh, I would come out of the valley of the shadow of death. Many of you have had that experience. That we might know Him in the power of His resurrection. We've been in God's plan. It was His will that we be here at this time. Young children, young men, and fathers. The whole swing is the family of God. We are all necessary. We are all needed. But we all have to take our positions in where God has placed us. Many of God's children are out of the correct place. They're not seated in the seats where God intended them to be seated. They try to take the upper seats and they're going to be sent to the back. This is God's kingdom. This is His church. All things are for His church. The very breath that you take is for His church. The car that you drive, the home that you live in was created for you from the foundation of the world in God's plan. So, that's it for today. God bless you. God bless you, your families, your children. God keep you. God keep all that uh, He has put in your hand, in your care. May you be victorious. May you be uh, get all the victories in all that God has planned for you now and in the future. Talk to you next week. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort